Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! Welcome to Canadian Politics is Fucking Boring. My name is Jesse Harley, and the host is Reese Waters, who's here to teach me some incredibly boring shit. Uh, I have no interest in Canadian politics and am here against my will. Reese, welcome. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. Uh, what are you going to teach me today? I'm so, um, so, uh, okay. so excited. I'm so You excited. should be. This, this episode is called Deef and Bunker with Fries. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> now, do you know what the Deef and Bunker is? I don't. I really don't. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna read something to you now that will inform you and the listener in case they didn't know. Okay. Okay. The Diefenbunker, aka the Canadian Forces Station Carp. And I don't know why it's called what? Carp. Canadian Forces Station Carp. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was commissioned by Prime Minister John Diefenbaker. It's not a in... fish? A carp is a fish. It is a fish, yeah. So we're talking about a fish? Is. No, is it, it, I'll finish it. It was okay. commissioned as <laughs> a giant fish. Um, it was commissioned by Prime Minister John Diefenbaker in 1959 as part of his government's reaction to escalating tensions in the Cold War. The purpose of the bunker was to house key members of the government and military in the event of a nuclear attack. It took three years to build, 
It had an underground four-story bunker that required 32,000 tons of concrete and 5,000 tons of steel. It was 100 square foot and cost, in today's money, $170.9 million. Holy fuck. So, um, you probably didn't hear about it in 1959 because it was secret, but it's not now. Okay. And who is John Diefenbaker again? I've heard the name. a, A prime minister. Oh, a a prime minister or a prime minister during the early part of the Cold War in Canada, in Canada. Yeah. Okay. So the it was capable of withstanding a nuclear blast of up to five megatons, but it had to be more than a mile away. If it blew up on top of it, it was game over, which kind of feels like a rubbish nuclear bunker. (laughs) As long as they miss us by a mile, we'll be fine. (laughs) Um, Okay. Where is this thing located? Like I, I'm, I'm very curious. It's just outside of Ottawa. Yeah. Okay. All right. Can people go and visit it? Is it like a theme park now? Yeah, it's actually it's actually a museum now. Okay. Would it still work? I don't well, I guess so as a bunker. It's right? not like you've got to change like, the batteries. It's just made out of concrete and it's underground. It's not like concrete goes bad. The Prime Minister and the Governor General had their own uh accommodations. They were the only people in the bunker who would have had a private shower. Uh <laughs> and the C and C B C had a studio. So uh, even in a post-apocalyptic landscape, they could play Canadian folk music. Oh my god! Nice. That's the chart. <laughs> Are you? Is that true? It's true. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever played Fallout Three or Fallout Four? Uh, I haven't because I've got a life. Got yeah. A wife yeah. And kids. No, that's that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> there's a radio show that plays old 1940s and 1950s songs. There you go. Because I guess no new music was being made and i always thought that was really neat and to think that they had prepared this bunker with a radio station like did they bring records with them like i have no idea that'd be really interesting like what if they were like you can take 10 records to represent canada before the nuclear apocalypse and uh, you've got to choose that's a lot of pressure (laughs) one of the things that were really interesting was apparently none of the prime minister's wives or any of the people in charge none of their wives and families knew about it so um because because you don't want to take them with you come on there was no room made for their families um so what it's bizarre so and you because this is the 50s it was predominantly men in charge um so i don't know what their plan was in terms of repopulating the world after when it was just all middle-aged men. Right? Um, I mean... I wonder how they... long it would have taken them to work out <laughs> and make a baby. <laughs> well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> we thought of everything, including the records of the Beatles and Ella Fitzgerald, but we forgot to bring the women. Okay, yeah, and that's... <laughs> Whoopsie! Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we should retitle this episode "The Sausage Fest at the End of the World." <laughs> so, Please, yes. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Um, and uh, did you know the Hollywood movie "The Sum of All Fears," starring Morgan Freeman and Ben Affleck, was was shot in the Defen Bunker? No, I didn't. I don't think so I they've been that. there. Imagine oh. that Morgan Freeman and Ben Affleck visiting Ottawa. <laughs> Those lucky bastards. <laughs> Ottawa is the party central of Canada, as we all know. I know, exactly. <laughs> the one thing that is interesting now is you can visit it, and it is a museum. Um, if you go to defenbunker.ca, 
that you can check it out and these tours and everything. And I'll be sure to do that immediately. And I was looking, there's a, there's a section on the website called fun facts. <laughs> and I don't think they finished that part of the website because there is actually only one fun fact <laughs> on the fun facts page. <laughs> and it's the least fun and fact. And all it I've says ever... is we forgot to bring women. That's... <laughs> no, no, you go on fun facts, there's a picture of a toilet and it says all the toilets in the defunct bunker are mounted on a one inch hard rubber pad and have flexible connections to the main system in order to reduce the risk of deconnection. That's the fun fact. That's the fun fact. They really did think of everything. <laughs> they did. Almost. Yeah. Apart, from, apart from the women <laughs> and the children. <laughs> Do you think that this was a good use of Canadian taxpayer money? Oh my God, of course. Yeah. I mean, compared to everything else we spend Canadian taxpayer money on, why not? <laughs> At least it's interesting. <laughs> So because the Diefenbunker is now a tourist uh, visitor place, yeah. it's on TripAdvisor and has a rating of 4.5 out of 5, which is which pretty oh my good. God. For Ottawa? Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> like... <laughs> this is the only reason I've been to Ottawa, man. I've been to Ottawa, okay? It's everything closes at 5. For like it, the whole 9 to 5 thing, they take that very seriously. Bars, restaurants, you name hospitals probably, I don't know, like everything's just shut down and that's it. And that you wander the streets empty like it's in 28 days later or something and it's the most possibly the most boring thing in the world. The only really fun part about being at Ottawa is going to the Capitol building and and if you squint with one eye it kind of looks like it's on fire because of the <clears> big <throat> fire they put in front of it that's it that's that's the only fun thing to do so <clears throat> I would have thought that the epicenter of Canadian politics was so boring <laughs> Well, not now, thanks to uh, 4.5 rating on TripAdvisor for uh, the Diefenbunker bunker. Well, do, do you know what? I, I love one of my favorite pastimes. Um, uh, I've got many pastimes. This is up there in my top 10, is to go on TripAdvisor and look for those funny little battles that people have with uh, bad reviews for that are unjustified. And I found a great review from okay. September 2018, by someone called Tasmanian59, and they gave them a one out of five terrible review. Um, the Defen, the, the bunker? The Defen bunker, yeah, yeah. Now, bear in mind, there's only three terrible reviews, overwhelmingly, the reviews. Hold on, of... is, is his name, his name is Defen Bunker. No, right? his name is Tasmanian59. No, no, uh, the the old premier, prime uh, minister. John Defen, John Defen Baker. Baker, not Defen Bunker. Okay, no, no, the Defen Bunker is very yeah. ironic. It would be really funny. Right. It, maybe that was yeah. it was just like written in his fate that he had to grow up and build a bunker. <laughs> <laughs> Defen Baker built a bunker. Oh, I just did a what's it called? One of those tongue twisters. A tongue twister. Defen Baker built a bunker. Defen Baker built a bunker. Yeah, by the help me out. Make it make it more with me. Defen Baker built a bunker by the city of Ottawa. Well, it's got to start with a B. Okay. By the boring bureaucrats. Diefenbaker built a bunker by the boring bureaucrats. <laughs> now there's got to be one more B. By the boring. How about you go okay. and write this and we carry on okay. the podcast? Sure. Okay, fine. fine. Just, just put, a, put a pin in it and we come back to it. So anyway, I want to read you this review from Tasmanian59. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's hear it. September 2018. The headline was very bad and too expansive. <laughs> Now, 
maybe he didn't make a mistake and he didn't mean to type expensive. Maybe it is too expansive. Okay. Only two rooms are well. A poor museum. This bunker seems like a jail, which, you know, um, <laughs> congratulations on the observation. You can, you can find all the informations on a book or on Wikipedia. Don't on go to a this. book. On a book. Not in it, just on resting <laughs> on the top. <laughs> you can find all the informations on a book or on Wikipedia. Don't go to this too bad visit. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So there but we go. Was there an argument? Did someone? Uh, and then, and then the, the lovely people at the bunker replied saying, we're sorry to hear that you had a bad experience. We're trying to recreate a space where history actually happened. This is what makes the Diefenmucker so unique and special. So I think they were, they were addressing the fact that it feels like a jail. So, um, <laughs> Also, why would you, if this is where you were going to live out your days in an apocalypse, a nuclear apocalypse, let's say it happened and you built this thing, why would you build it to be ugly and cold and resembling a jail? Wouldn't you want it to be like the prettiest place on earth? If you had nearly $200 million to spend building this thing, wouldn't you want it to be just glorious not cold and concrete and the most fun thing about it was that the toilets were on rubber pads like you know <laughs> i guess i guess they were, maybe they would be in if you know they, they knew it was going to be expensive perhaps they were worried that you know if they put a hot tub in they'd get a bit more flack from who? It was a secret. Nobody <laughs> knew this thing was being built. <laughs> They're saying they should have. They could have done like, whatever they wanted. They could have had their own fucking disco in there. Like <laughs> they had a CBC studio. They could all just party in the studio. Right? They could have like employed their own full time DJ. Just like <laughs> why? Why wouldn't they? Like what? Seriously? Like <laughs> that's weird, man. Right? Uh, Diefen Baker, just letting you know that the uh, the the bunker is going quite well. Excellent. How many hot tubs have you installed? Oh, 200 as per requirements. Fantastic. What about the go-go dancers? They're on call. They're just waiting nearby. Fan Excellent. Okay, great. Like this is, if I, oh man, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> Can you imagine the, the hot tub installation people would come in, install these hot tubs in this top secret bunker, <laughs> then get executed in a field just because they knew too much? <laughs> <laughs> do we have to kill them <laughs> yes thus began the great hot tub shortage of 1953 <laughs> <laughs> okay. so you can't deny that this isn't linked to politics because this was at the height of the cold war this was 
all about ideology. I, yeah, yeah, no, so, this is so very political. How do you feel about? Uh, yeah. Can you can you wait? To, we should go and visit it. We should record an episode in there. Wouldn't that be grand? I, if they invited us and paid for our tickets and allowed us to sleep in one of their very very cozy cots, uh, yeah, I'll do that. Sure, let them know. I'm down. We know they go to studio, so yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> We'll just we'll move their recording studio over to one of their many hot tubs, still functioning, and uh, we can record the episode from there. Each with our own hot tub, of course. We don't want to get too exactly. Crowded. Exactly. There we go. That was fun. That was fun. I enjoyed that quite a bit. I'm I'm a little surprised that I I've been enjoying uh, well the past two episodes at least. <laughs> this I told you it was going to be a roller coaster ride of fun, um, politics, and learning. So, <laughs> okay, I've finished the poem. So <laughs> you finished. The poem. Okay, please, please. It's very short. I'm, it's I'm just a tongue twister. Because you're so inspired by Canadian politics, because you've written a poem. <laughs> well, it's a tongue twister. Okay. <clears throat> Diefenbaker built a bunker by the bratty, boring bureaucrats. Whew! Oh, that's tough. Try saying that. Diefenbaker built a bunker by the bratty, boring bureaucrats. I can't. Oh, I messed up the last one. Bureaucrat. Diefenbaker built a by, bunker by the boring bureaucrats. By the bratty boring bureaucrats. Diefenbaker, Diefenbaker built a bunker by the bratty boring bunker, bunker back a back. No. <laughs> God, I went off the rails then. That's a good tongue twister. I, right? Thank you. Yeah. Diefenbaker built a bunker by the bratty boring bureaucrats. Oh, I. Yeah. You got it okay. written in front of you and you can't do it. I do. I, you were doing it from memory, so that was more impressive, I gotta say. <laughs> I count this episode as a success, so. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, okay. I, if by the end of, like, season one, all I know about Canadian politics are, like, the weird, weird shit on the outside that no one else has heard of, and yet, as far as actual day-to-day, month-to-month, year-to-year politics is concerned, I still know absolutely nothing i'd be okay with that like did you know that in 1969 it took three years for diefenbaker to build a bunker in ottawa so that he'd have some place to hide and the only fun thing about it was the fact that the toilets had rubber padding underneath oh really did you did you hear that today in the news when they were talking about justin trudeau justin who like i would have just that's my level of you know like yeah it's kind of it's not ignorance because you're taking the time to educate yourself you're just choosing to educate yourself about certain sections that ignore yeah. vast chunks <laughs> of the topic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Riz. Okay, cool. And uh, we'll be back again with another episode. See you later. Thanks so much for stopping by. Uh, if I have to sit through another one of these episodes uh, and be force-fed this crap from Reese, then uh, for your entertainment, then the least thing you could do is to give us a rating on iTunes and a comment, if you will, or the, the aggregator of your choice. Honestly, it really does help us out a lot. That's how our podcasts grow. And I'll tell you what, we're gonna, we're, we've are gonna we got a deal that we've worked out. If you rate us and, and leave a little comment and you decide to run for politics, we will vote for you. Both Reese and I will vote for you. So if there's 25 people who, who've left comments, we're going to vote for all of you if you all run. I don't know how that's going to work, but we're going to make that happen. That's I'm, I'm, I'm going to vote for them. I'm, I've got a pencil right on my desk ready. So Good. 
Um, yeah. When, you know, so whenever, wherever, whenever you want to stand, we'll be there. And all you have to do is rate us five stars. That's it. As simple as that. And, you know, leave a comment telling people that it's our shit is not that boring. <laughs> anyway, go do that now. Go do that before you forget. Yeah. Just, just do it. Just do it. Thanks. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we bar from the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.